Welcome to Ain't Nothing New Under the Sun. My name is Darius. I am George, and we have a special guest today, Rod. How are we doing, Rod? How's it going, George? Good, man. Do you want to plug in social media? Any what? Social media? No? Like, no. Instagram. No, we're all good? All right. Not about the gram. Nice. All right. Twitter, Twitter, Twitter. All right. On Twitter, I'm not underscore Joe Taco. Uh, Instagram, uh, logically underscore GQ. All right. That's good to hear. Y'all know mine already. Uh, So today, we're going to be talking a little bit about the DNC and all the fun that's going on and Joe Biden. So let me change my background to ah, scary. But uh, (laughs) bam. All right, guys. So uh, today we're going to be uh, talking to Rod. He is a uh, different voice than us, which is nice to hear on the show sometimes. Um, so, Rod, give us a little background on like uh, some political beliefs, and then we'll kind of go into Q&A after that. Cool. Um, just like my political beliefs? or Yeah, yeah. Political, your own. Um, I, I guess you can say I'm, you know, pretty progressive towards the left. Um, I, you know, I'm a Democrat. I'm a registered Democrat. I think I'm more of an independent than a Democrat, but you got to kind of choose one. At least that's my opinion. You can't just, uh, you know, go off the grid or not choose either one. You got to pick your poison and, um, Yeah. Uh, you know, I was rooting for Bernie. Um, didn't get it, so just going with the next best thing, which I guess is Joe Biden. All right, yeah. so that's where I'm at. Yeah. <laughs> All right, that's uh. That's Unless fine. they decide to get rid of him and yeah. put someone else in, but we'll see what happens there. That would probably be the best decision, and probably something that's going to happen. George, that's tell me a little bit about your uh, personal beliefs in the um, spectrum. Probably going to go with Libertarian uh, with a spice of anarchy. All right. Uh, (laughs) Traditional anarchy or... Uh, Let's go traditional. (laughs) All right. Uh, Myself? I'm in the the middle. Uh, My personal beliefs is uh, it's not a straight line. Like a lot of people think it's right, left wing. Um, I believe it's actually more of a circle. So you have two types of centrists. You have dead centers like me that believes both sides ridiculous. Then you have those far. If you ever look at the spectrum, farther right you go and farther left you go, they normally meet at authoritarian center. And that's the top center. I'm more of social free center. And then there's authoritarian center. So that's where you get the totalitarian uh, communists. And that's where you get the fascists. They actually meet when it comes to like the power structure. So that's my personal belief. So I'm on the bottom circle. Um, so libertarian, centrist, whatever you want to call it. I think uh, both sides are pretty ridiculous. So all right, my... amen to that. All right. So I'd like to start off with the state of the DNC and going after Tom Perez, who's the uh, head chairman of the DNC, who pretty much orchestrated this whole entire kicking out Bernie and pu- pushing Biden 
as a front runner for the primary. What do we think about all this? Like, do you, what do you think about Tom Perez and his like BSness of like kicking out the progressive left? All right. Well, pause. Where's all your proof that he's doing all that? So you can't just you know start off saying that. That's you know, I'm not saying I'm like bad. Tom Perez is like. <laughs> best friend i don't think he's the best person i wasn't too excited that you know he was running everything but that's a pretty bold statement you're saying there oh yeah hell yeah Uh, i don't like him i think uh he's orchestrated this whole entire thing regarding uh having pete get out and having uh all the other democrat like that whole entire click kamala harris coming out then having elizabeth warren coming out so she can steal votes essentially from uh, Bernie, which caused Bernie to lose a lot of the uh, votes to Biden in certain states during that electoral between the three of them. So that's where I think he's just kind of like a... I think he is a genius as far as orchestrating this. He got what he wanted, but I don't see a lot of good things coming out of that situation, especially with the Biden coming in and like the pushing of Andrew Cuomo, the pushing of the Blasio on us on YouTube every day for like in that hour straight of live stream. I think it was just this whole entire thing is kind of like a perfect script for like kicking Biden out. But I do, I do really, I will honestly God, I think it was a dumb mistake kicking Bernie, but I think Bernie will never be the type of fighter. A lot of people think he is. That was a lot of opinions and no facts, but uh, <laughs> Rock, anyway, so refute. What do you believe? Um, I mean, I I see where you're somewhat right in the sense that they strategized to you know kick Bernie out, but it wasn't kicking him out. It was more so, hey, we need to pick a central you know candidate not too far left. So most of the central establishment Democrats team. You know, they all dropped out right before. I don't think Elizabeth Warren was purposely trying to get involved in that. Yeah, she's a part of the party, but um, I just don't see her strategically doing that. Um, I think she stayed in because she wanted to see Massachusetts, the results. She dropped out, I think, like two days after that. So, But if you look at the delegate count by then, um, she was already pretty far behind. She wasn't going to catch up. Um, Bernie had and uh biden were pretty far ahead everyone else you know being in third place doesn't mean you're close yeah yeah but i mean people said the same thing about bernie they told him to drop out for a while afterwards but he kept running even though he wasn't they want want the voters of bernie so (laughs) well okay so i agree with you with that uh, old Biden and Biden in theory was more centered, right? He was not as far left, quote unquote, not as socialist as um, by, uh Sorry, Bernie isn't as centralist as Biden. Biden was more centered, um, but Biden's handlers and his you know surrounding team, they're they're looking a little bit more far left than him himself, especially in the past. If you look at um, yeah, how he speaks and what he's well, politics. He's well, trying obviously. to. I mean, they're all being strategic and smart. Whether I don't think Tom Perez orchestrated this whole thing, so I don't know why. I get he's the head of the DNC, but it's the whole fucking establishment. They just kind of work together on this. And 
hell, it's fucking strategic, dude. It's the biggest office in the whole world. Like, you don't think people are going to be strategic about who gets it? Like, I, I hate that Bernie lost, but, like, that's it's fucking crazy. It's power, dude. People will do anything to get power. So I'm not defending what they did, but it's not illegal. I um, get that, but I think it was a total screw over on this whole entire ordeal. This is my problem with it. Um, I don't disagree or agree with everything that Bernie says. Um, I, he has some good points. Um, trust me, I'm going back to college, so I wouldn't mind getting some free monies. Um, well, free, quote unquote. It's actually paid for in the long run, just like this uh, stimulus we just got. But um, my issue with Bernie is he preaches something and then behind closed doors after the fact we see he goes for something else um obviously you know when you saw him on stage saying forgive me forgive me for having three houses you know i'll somewhere home you know I, i'm not mad at him for having that but you can't wag your finger at somebody who's at your same status saying that they're wrong to be at that status and then bernie now my only issue is this i think that Bernie was more legitimate than 2016. I really think that in 2016, he was very legitimate. He was trying and they kneecapped him. I think in this last, he didn't get kneecapped. He knew he was, gonna, he was going to succumb to Biden. He just needed to show his supporters that he would fight the fight to keep them from not, well, one, not voting in the end because they need their votes, and two, to keep them from going to the right. Because obviously there there was a small swing of voters that in 2016 that went from the left to the right, that were more centered people, but they liked what Trump was saying and they liked what Bernie was saying because they had some similar views on some things, not everything, trust me, not on everything. Um, but they, you know, if we're looking at candidates, Bernie and Hillary Clinton were a lot more different than Bernie and Trump. If you actually look at their policies, not in the full, I, not in every I, way. I agreed some... with everything you just said until you made that comparison. But um, I get what you're saying, though. I've talked to people who were Bernie supporters and voted for Trump because it was, you know, it was Hillary or Trump, and they decided to go with Trump. So I don't think it has to do with them having more in common just people hating hillary yeah well <laughs> there was just a lot of shady shit with hillary sorry go ahead Dave. and there's yeah. there's still shady things um in the conspiracy world or the truth community they they really believe that there's uh gonna be a push because okay now let's get back to biden right so bernie makes off some money you know um all the candidates essentially bow to biden um biden is 77 years old um his cognitive skills are sort of slipping um and if you look at it from, if you look at the dnc they want this right because he's now a meat puppet in their eyes he's willing to do what his handlers want him to do if this was biden 10 years ago i don't think that they could kind of control him as much but they kind of know that I, in my personal opinion, this is not anyone else's. None, I'm not saying this is yours, but in my opinion, um, it's mostly his handlers, his group, and the people he's working with kind of pulling the strings at the moment. And they're just kind of using him as a figurehead because 
of the name and what he had done. So, you know, attaching from him being the vice president of Obama, which most Democrats love Obama. Um, and most, you know, a lot of Americans liked him at one point or another, even, and they're still defending this whole Obamagate. We can get into that later. Um, but do you think he's a fit candidate? Being his age, seeing what's happening recently, how he's speaking, um, it just, the way he's going about things at the moment. What do, what do you believe personally, Rob? Do you say, do I think he's fake? No, fit. Do I think he's fit? Fit to um, lead. Because it's four I mean, years. It depends where you're putting the bar at. Look at who's in office right now. Do you think he's fit? Uh, so if you ask me, Joe Biden, you know, compared to any other president I've seen in my lifetime, I'd say no before Trump. But now that Trump's in office, it really lowers that bar of like, <laughs> yeah, even Bush. Like, I, you know, I like, all right, I'm not going to get into Bush. But uh, <laughs> anyway, like, you know, the bar is pretty low with Trump, you know, in terms of who's fit for well, president. So I, at the moment, I'm not really talking about policy. I'm talking about physical, mental ability. It's something you have to admit. Trump is he's pretty sharp still. Um, he's an asshole, <laughs> but he's still sharp. I'm saying mentally sharp. He doesn't stumble. He goes off script. He doesn't very stable genius. You're right. Yeah, I'm not saying he's a good or bad person. I'm just saying mentally and physically, he's still kicking it a little bit better than Biden is. You, you can't deny that. <laughs> I can't. Dude, have you seen him talk? He can't talk straight. He's just mumbling. Maybe that's how he's talked his whole life. But, like, it's so fucking embarrassing, dude. Like, you see clips of Biden, sure, like, stuttering. I don't think he's the best public speaker, but, like... He can fucking talk coherent sentences like Trump can't. You so think... if you're talking about mental like awareness and mental, you know, talking intelligence. But let me ask you like something. Biden's definitely over him. I'm not saying two things. Perfect, but... Two things I have to say about this. One, could it be the new the source that we see them speaking? Right. Like, obviously, I can jump edit things to make people look more all over the place. That's something that's very easy. Two is the kind of questions they ask him, right? Joe Biden, the hardest question I've seen someone ask him lately was the view. And that's, that's bad, okay? That's bad when the view throws you the hard balls, not the soft balls, okay? Um, and realistically, it, I'm talking about questions in general. Like, if you see how the news speaks to Trump, like in all the journalists, right? And there should be... I'm not saying that some of the questions shouldn't be asked. Certain questions should be asked of the president. Obviously, um, he needs to be able to answer the hard questions. But do you think, in, you know, they're sort of throwing more softballs to Biden at the moment to make sure he doesn't seem as all over the place? And they throw harder questions to Trump. It's, a, it's just a question, you know? What do you think? Like, do I think they're doing that, or what? What do you? Yeah, do you, yeah. Do you do you think that Trump gets I mean, harder questions? I, I understand he is the president, so obviously they have to ask him these questions. But 
do you think that they throw more softballs to Biden to kind of prop him up more? No. No. All right. What about you, George? What do you think? I mean, they haven't been in a debate together, so it's really hard to compare. I so. think they're keeping him in hiding. That's because they know of his cognitive decline at this point. All right. Do you think they're going to start debating soon? And should they do like Skype baits, debates if they don't want to have yeah. six? Trump's not going to do that. I, I hope not, dude. That would be a dumb move by him. No, I think you got to grill him in person. They can I think still you do a debate, just no audience. If if they're gonna do that, but okay, I could do. I I can stand that. I could stand they that. Did like, that. What do you Biden think? There's no audience. The, I think the last debate was no audience. It's still during Corona, so. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah I think we're an far far away from um, debate starting. I think those start at the end of summer. Mm-hmm. Well, he still has to pick his running mate, right? Or isn't there yeah, one debate? The DNC and RNC technically have to officially be like, you're our candidate, because technically neither of them have declared officially. When was the, the convention candidate. supposed to be? Right. Um, I think DNC is supposed to be out of Wisconsin in yeah. June, but I don't, I don't know what ended up happening or if they're doing it virtual, or what the fuck is happening, but... Well, they don't even uh, have a VP, so... All right, let's well, move yeah. into... That's our segue. That's perfect segue. That's what I want to talk about next. Biden VPs, VP. right? So, like before we get into VPs, I want to ask you one question. It's not a gotcha, okay? This is just one question I'm going to VPs. Do you have any problem with him saying he has to pick a female VP? I'm not saying it's a problem picking a female. Okay, I'm all for women. I grew up with all women. Okay, but, I know what you're saying. She also, but, he also said black. Yeah, well, I no, think it was stupid of him to say that because I mean, we all know like strategically that's the right move to go. But like, why? So, yeah, why did that, he have that, to say it? Why did yeah. he have to say it? Why couldn't he have just picked one? It's not like he gave any other hint. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It just it didn't make sense why he said it. So I was like, all right, which which colored woman are you picking now? <laughs> now yeah. You said you're picking woman. Obviously, you're going to want color on your side because you're white as fuck. But yeah, so. All right. OK, let's just hope, let's just hope it's not like a whole Clinton situation where he picks someone so bland and boring like Tim Kaine. That was such so, a buzzkill. So well, he's got it. Honestly, if he doesn't pick a black woman, I don't think he's going to do well. But That dude touches people, for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> this is the thing. It makes sense why Hillary had to pick a bland person. Um, because, Corporate. you know, she, with her personality and rapport and what she has done, um, she needed someone more centered. Like, or, you know, not centrist, but centered as a person. So someone more bland sure. with harder to pick apart, harder to find things about. Um, now, Biden wants to do the opposite. He wants to fight. He wants flair on his side. He wants he wants a ticket that's going to be like, wow, I'm a bad person if I don't go for him. So obviously he's going to be looking um, for a woman of color. Uh, that is pretty much has been the speculation um, going around at the moment. Um, now, Stacy is 
rumored to be one of the top candidates. Um, what do you think about her? Um, I mean, I definitely think she's up there in terms of candidates. I don't really know much about her other than her run in Georgia, but I mean, I'm all for black women in, in politics, so. Um, I know a few things about her. Uh, something that I think actually is cool about her. She wrote some uh, nasty, sexy novels. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah, like before she got into politics. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> I'm mad at that. That's cool. Um, <laughs> I don't think they're going to pick her now. So, <laughs> well, the thing about her, she's very outspoken, and she could work against what he is looking for. Um, George, look up who was the head of the. Um, what's her name? There's the other one who's like in the top five um, candidates. Kamala? She, no, not Kamala. No. She was. She um, just Biden. She's no, yeah. She doesn't want, nobody wants Kamala. Kamala's ridiculous. She just Biden. She's not a good person. That would actually kill him. That would actually work more against him than anybody. Um, she was the one who's running, I think she was one of the heads of either the Russian gate or the Ukraine. What's her name? I know she's been rumored. Gosh. Sorry, I had the list of five women and I'm trying to remember her name. Um, There's uh, Catherine Cortez Mosto from Nevada, Kamala Harris. Uh, Amy Globuchar and Elizabeth Warren and Stacey Abrams at the top five. All right. Um, Governor Whitmer, too. Any thoughts on any of them? Um, I mean, Amy, I get why she ran. So she, a lot of people know her now, but I don't think she's going to get it because, um, I mean, she's the, the, is it Senator or Governor of Michigan? Whitmer. Yeah. Not Michigan, sorry. Um, no, Gorbachev. Oh, she's the Minnesota. 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 Yeah, Minnesota's not a swing state, so I don't think she'll get picked for that reason. And she's not a woman of color, but she's part of the establishment. She dropped out when Biden basically told her, or when she decided to. I don't. I think they included, but um, yeah, I don't think she'll get picked. I, it'll be stupid of them if they did pick her, but. Um, She's qualified. Who else is on there? Stacey Abrams. Governor Whitmer. Yeah, I mean, Michigan, it makes sense. Like, swing state, there's no, a lot of There's there. a, lot of, a lot of pushback in Michigan this year, especially with the whole COVID-19. The well, quarantine. it doesn't help when the president is uh, tweeting out to Michigan, set Michigan free, or whatever well, the hell he said. They've had some some pushback from their people. Now, I don't know. Again, you can have 30 people with picket signs and make it look like 3,000, okay? I understand it's all about how you view it. You know, I, I don't know what percentage of Michigan were pretty upset with her. Um, but from the... Because I don't live in Michigan. I'm not there. But from some of the news sources and some of the videos I've seen... A lot of people have been pretty upset with a lot of her decisions. Um, now, it's pretty much at this moment, the COVID-19 quarantine, it's pretty bipartisan at this moment. You look at more of right-wing states letting loose, and you see more left-wing states holding tight. Um, I think that could actually work against her 
being in a swing state, having your people pretty upset about the restrictions um, that she has set forth on her own state. But that's just my opinion. I don't know. I don't live there. I'm not talking to people in Michigan. I can't really speak for those people. Well, you are speaking for them. I'm just kidding. I, yeah, right? yeah, technically. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, if you look at the stats, I mean, I don't, dude, it's like, end of the day, do you want the economy to go bad or do you want people to die? It's not like the best choice and it's not an easy decision no matter what they decide. Um, well, I, I agree. Kind of got to try to find the middle ground. Like people are, I don't think people are as pissed off um, in Michigan as you think. I, I think it's pretty equal around the U S I think they're just blowing up Michigan a little bit, especially dude. I mean, like, Trump is like calling out Michigan on a lot of stuff that other states are doing also, but he's not calling them out because he wants. Who else is doing like no gardening and shit and no travel house to house? Well, not that. I don't know about that stuff, but um, for the mail-in ballots for November because of the pandemic to have less people going in person, the Secretary of State of Michigan decided to um, send out. Um, the ballots to everyone and then Trump is saying, oh, this is voter fraud, blah, 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 um, which he's been saying a lot lately because he's scared that people are actually going to vote because um, of mail-in ballots, but other states like West Virginia and a few others, I don't remember the other ones, but so, they're doing the same thing. And he only called out Michigan because, dude, it's a swing state. It's one of the called biggest Called out California that... too, though. Yeah, but yeah, obviously California, but no, but they're doing the mail-in ballots too. No, I, I got a question though. What do you think about the mail-in ballots? Do you Perfect. vote by mail? I don't think you should. Why? Okay, so this is my issue, right? Looking at it is two things can come from this. One, someone actually cheats, right? Someone actually has voter fraud through mail-in ballots, right? The second one is you can make the other side look like they're cheating. Like you don't think that someone somewhere is not going to be like, oh man, what if I, like say some, I'll even say a Republican might do this. A crazy Republicans could get together and say, look, let's go to these swing states, these forge mail-in ballots, send them in, knowing that they're going to get caught to make it look like the Democrats are doing it. Or another thing they could do, they could hold, which this has happened, where ballots randomly come up. I'm not blaming either side, but they're like, oh, look it. We just found these warehouse full of ballots that we just didn't go through. Now we have to postpone everything and wait another two, three weeks until we recount everything. There's already, an, you know, last election, they wasted $30 million in our money arguing and going to court over voter fraud right and nothing came from it other than us losing out as the people so you don't think mail-in ballots won't cause something even worse longer and more costly over time nope um you just look at other countries um a lot of people are also voting by mail right now uh, i mean I, I get what you're saying with random mail being found I've heard of that happening, but that happens when you vote in person too. They found a bunch of ballots missing and were later like shit, we that's, gotta add these. So it happens yeah. both ways there. Like no matter what you do, people are gonna try to cheat the system, even with mail in mail in ballots. Um, you know, it's just trying to make sure 
trying to secure it and everything before. Try but to have integrity. Dude, other countries, yeah, other countries are doing it. I don't know if some are doing it online. I don't know how I feel about that, but, um, you know, that's definitely becoming a thing too, especially during a pandemic. Like, the fact that you don't want mail-in voting means you want people to go in person and vote amid, like, during a pandemic and November is going to be a shit show. So, mm-hmm. well, so this is the thing, right? So it is a pandemic, um, but it's arguably right. I'm not a professional. I don't do research. I'm not a PhD. I can't, I can only go off of different sides, opinions and research studies and statistics. Um, even a lot of researchers are kind of flip-flopping on what they think is happening. Um, obviously, the U.S. is one of the number one issues with this pandemic. Um, but if you look at it, this is the thing, right? You shouldn't make that decision until we know if there's a second wave and if the second wave is actually going to hit harder than the first, right? You can argue that the first wave wasn't as bad, even though there are up to 100,000 deaths. Um, that are linked to COVID. I'm not going to say caused 100%, but they're linked to COVID. Um, I have a family member that has it right now, actually. She's a nurse. Um, But we don't know if how bad it's going to be. Reopening, they're already looking at it, and it's not as bad. Um, The states that are reopening aren't having as much issues. now, could we say it's because there's been heat waves and the heat, like they said in the beginning, helps slow it. That could help getting sunshine, vitamins, being active and healthy. That's actually important. Um, but, you know, I don't saying that we have to have mail-in ballots now before we know what it's going to be like in September, October, I think is kind wow. of an issue because, like you said, there's a lot of very smart people that work behind the scenes, behind these candidates, to make sure that they get the most powerful position. So, obviously, they're going to do what it takes to get their candidate in, right? And sometimes, even without the candidate's knowledge, there are people behind the scenes that are doing something shady. Like, if you think that there wasn't any interference in this 2016. That's ridiculous. Obviously, there was interference. Was it asked for or, you know, paid for or anything like that? I don't know. You know, the conclusion was it wasn't. But was there some type of interference? Well, obviously, there's interference in every election from us and around the world. Like, we have spies in other countries. Spies are here. Um, we have people every day, like, right... We had on our uh, anchor a Russian bot liking us and like inviting us to stuff. Like obviously, there's interests around the world that will play a hand, um, and that's why I say the mail-in ballots are just a little worrisome. Because if you can cause fraud with in person, imagine the type of fraud that's going to happen with mail-in. That's my opinion. Um, decent opinion. Um, but I mean, if if you've been reading some of the stuff, like we already know, um, there's going to be a second wave in the fall. 
um, winter. I mean, is it going to be worse? Most of them are saying, yeah. Not because it's going to be harder to test or trace or anything. More so, it's people are going to mistake it for the flu or cold or other stuff there. So, um, I mean, there's already stuff saying there's going to be more. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, they're doing it now because, dude, primaries are coming up. Um, It's not like you can switch. Sorry. I like going back into that thing. Sorry, going back into that whole entire thing. I think it's kind of like building this fear in people that's making going to prepare people to get sick at that time. They're like, oh, it's here. I'm sick. Like, I don't know. That Sorry, you can keep going. But yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what, what you're talking about there. But uh, <laughs> I know what he's saying. He's saying it's setting people up their psyche, right? It's like the opposite of the placebo so, effect. It's gonna people are already getting the fear in them that hurts their immune system. They're actually weakening their immune system over time by actually sheltering themselves so much and being so disconnected. So when it does return, they don't have anybody who was built up in. Uh, antibodies immunity so over time more people are going to get hit harder rather than if we let it hit over time slowly thank you guys i mean that's what they're doing now is letting it hit slower oh no that's what's <laughs> not that's... like they stopped it completely yeah um, but like well there yeah, is no like... way to stop it completely that's the no, thing yeah even with a yeah. vaccine um it can mutate obviously it's COVID 19 it is a mutation it is actually in the cousin essentially cousin um, the metaphorical cousin of SARS and MERS, um, it's in the same type of category of virus. Um, now, we can get into that. Do you, what do you think about the vaccine, personally? Do you Are you a vaxxer? Uh, not a vaxxer, but are you willing to put a vaccine for this into yourself? Yes, but yes. I would much rather prefer to get it myself and just get the antibodies because I'll probably be fine. But you know I agree with that completely. I'd yeah. rather yeah, I mean the guy who sat next to me at work was he got COVID. Um luckily he didn't have any symptoms three weeks after we worked together, so I didn't get it. But kinda wish I did so that I just quarantined for a few weeks and then just not had to worry about it. So mm-hmm. But we can't all with that privilege. Yeah. Well, obviously, it's a gamble, right? Any dangerous bacteria or dangerous virus is a gamble. Um, our immune systems all are different. Everyone's different on the inside. We have a trillion different little microorganisms in us at all times. We, everybody reacts differently to it. Some people are more severe than others. Um, that is obvious, but you know, with you saying that you rather have got it, isn't that kind of going against your whole idea? Like, what? What if we did like a if you're if you could prove that you are in the risk category, you can do mail in, right? So people like you and me don't have to do mail in ballots. We go and vote, so the majority of the people can vote. Because the majority of the people are going to be fine, but the people so, who are so you want the you want to tell the government your personal medical records, 
and disclose to them. So we are going that way. Do you know it, right? Yeah. So I no just wanted to throw that, that out there. I know you two no, are big I, about personal privacy. So obviously I am. But if I can, you know, but those records are my most of my medical records are. Well, not all of them, but if you really want to find them out, it's not the hardest thing to do in the world on certain things. Like I have to disclose certain things if something were to happen to me, you know, I certain jobs, certain, um, you know, when I was younger in school, in public school, I had to go and disclose certain medical records. That's the government. That's still technically the government. But, they have a file on you. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, I think mail-in or whatever system we want to use other than in-person would be better um, as long as it's vetted. Because, dude, even before the pandemic, in-person was not going well. Arizona in 2016 cut half, I think it was almost half of their polling locations, like within a few days of voting. Um, so people had to find new polling spots. Like, this happens all the time. Like, the state can do that, and they can just mm -hmm. cut it last minute. And, you know, if you have mail-in, you know, you don't have to deal with that. A lot of people don't vote when that shit happens, so... Well, okay. I can see the argument, um, but I, I, I truly believe most people that don't vote <laughs> because they have to go to this elementary or that fire station because it changed. Um, hey, what just happened? George is sharing his screen. George, stop, dude. Yeah, You're messing up the whole to. thing. Stop. I'm not trying to. Hold up. Stop playing stop with talking. it because it's frozen. Stop All right. Me. So this is the thing. Most people are lazy, right? Uh, it's proven that something that's a small task, even if you change the task to seem not as hard, they're not going to do it, right? So it's if someone's going to – if it's so hard to, like, change – one block distance you have to drive or two hours less you have to make it to do you think voting by mail for instance where we lived in um arizona before i moved we didn't have an outgoing mailbox we had to go to the post office or like literally two blocks around the corner down the street in this little tiny outgoing mailbox that was like hard to find so Obviously, there's going to be complications with getting your mail out for some people as well. It's not like every person has an outgoing mailbox at their door. You know, if you're so sick that you can't drive somewhere, do you think it's you're not that sick to walk down or drive to a post office? There's so many things I need to break down in what you just said that doesn't make sense. So, first of all, you know, going to an outbox mailbox is a lot easier and you have a lot more time to do it. It's not like you have to do it within, you know, today within a nine hour time frame versus in person voting. You have to do it that day most of the time. Sometimes it's a few days, but most of the time it's just one day. So, there's that. Second, it's a lot easier to send out mail, maybe not for you and other people, but it's if you've ever sent mail before, it's pretty easy to send out. Um, and if you don't have one right at where you live, it's not hard to find one to drop it off versus going trying to find your polling location and then going there in person. 
So trying to say it's easier to go in person is bullshit. Well, okay, I'm not saying it's easier, but I'm saying the average lazy person that uses the excuse that it's too hard to vote isn't going to, like, even if you give them an easier step, it's not always, I'm not saying all the time, but not always the case that they're going to just do it. You know, a lot of yeah. people, like, I mean, I yeah, a lot I of people that. that said if it was easier, they would I think it's going to be an but... increase. I think more people would vote. I don't think everyone would, but I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, no, but my, like my American the, Idol. Yeah, right. Hold on. The, the point I'm trying to get at is, you know, laziness knows no bounds, and a lot of people use excuses for their laziness of, oh, I couldn't get to it. Oh, I couldn't do this. People like to have excuses, right? I'm not saying every person, and there are a lot of people that really care. But if you truly believe in the voting system and you truly believe in making a change you're going to do it right you're going to take that time and you're going to figure out how to do it and that's that's my issue is like yeah obviously there's going to be an increase there's going to be more people like you know what fuck it i'm just going to sign this thing and send it in right there's going to be that but for, but there's going to still be a lot of people that are going are gonna to find an excuse yeah so like yes will there be uh an increase, yes. Do you, is it going to be dramatic? I don't think it's going to be as dramatic as they hope. Obviously, it's, it's going to go less up. than two evils again. But this like is the thing. Obviously, there's one solution that will save all of us from this, and that's getting microchips. It's having a microchip right here that you can go beep beep. Joe Biden, Obama, <laughs> Trump. You know, um, let me just thought it right now. Actually, going to that. Um, it's funny because a lot of people that are against the micro trip are for the uh, brain link that Elon Musk is working on. Have you heard about that? No. So it's a oh, sorry, Neuralink. My bad. So he. Um, I don't I keep like, up with what? it anymore. <laughs> so he's working on a Neuralink that um, essentially will. It's essentially a chip for your brain, right? So you can access things more easily through thought than rather than finger touch. And you're actually, uh, they've been working on this for a while. Actually, someone, I want to think, there was like an Indian MIT student that actually was like the first breakthrough of these, not exactly the Neuralink, yeah, but yeah, I remember that he like led the way uh -huh. for it. Yeah, he kind of uh -huh. led the way for this uh, Neuralink. And then his company obviously is going into everything. He actually has a Skylink that's going up soon. They're having a launch tomorrow. Um, but this is the thing. No matter what way possible solutions that are good or bad, in our minds that would be good and can be used for the greater good, right? Mail-in ballots. It makes it easier, more efficient, and more people can use it, right? Those are good things. But knowing humans... It's going to be used for bad. And that's my issue with it. My issue is no matter what good things that come from inventions or, you know, progressive ideas, someone can always take it and twist it for the bad. We see yeah. this time and time again. Yeah, but you could say that about everything. So we're no, just yeah. supposed to stick to what we're doing, even though it's not the best method. No, and obviously we need to find better methods and more secure but, methods. I think that's that, America. We never get it right. Why well, that's why we, we just need to keep talking. But, but this is a question. Why would we have to do something so like 
old and rudimentary as mail-in ballots, then we can someone can create an encrypted app for that a super encrypted app that can do it. That can't you know that's just as safe and just as dangerous at the same time. You know, if you can't why 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 can't they invest into that? Well you could just use the same argument. Oh, it's gonna get hacked. Oh there's gonna be people BSing the data. You can say the same stuff, so Well they did try it with uh Pete Budachedge, I believe. Um and there was some issues with their app. So obviously yes, there there isn't Iowa? always was it in Iowa? What are you talking? I think so. I think it was. Um, one of those. Oh yeah, it was I... the app in Iowa. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. There's and he was like he, like he oh. uh, put money into the app. Yeah. Invested into the company and got caught. <laughs> well, didn't his like family member, or, like loved one, technically do it? So it wasn't directly him. It was. They were tied in with Facebook, so and he was getting funded by the Zuckerbergs. So, yeah. It, yeah, you're right. Then why don't we have an AI do it all? And we just have the AI say, you decide. And humans have no more choice. Because we obviously can't get that back. At this point, why not? It's to- like I believe that might be coming the case of 2028. And that's when President Kanye West comes into power. <laughs> Are you going to vote for Kanye West? No. Me? It's going to be a childish, I don't know if I told you this, but I had a, a premonition. It's going to be 2018, Childish Gambino versus Kanye West. Kanye West is going to be the Republican, Childish Gambino is going to be the Democrat. Or Danny Glover, I should say. Donald Glover. Donald Glover. <laughs> Isn't that short for Donald? Whatever. <laughs> yeah. I can yeah. tell that you're getting a little over the conversation. I don't know much about rap and music, so you kind of lost me there. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, let's get back to the topic. Let's have some uh, final thoughts <laughs> on forty-seven minutes now. Uh, Rod, some final thoughts and things you want to tell the people. Some some insight to what you think should happen. Where do we you want to do ten minutes of Obama Gate? Uh. Do you want to talk about Obamagate, or do you want to skip past that? We don't have to do that. Dude, I don't even fucking know what really Obamagate is, other than Trump saying all this fucking bullshit about Obama. Okay, maybe. Okay, okay, let me talk for a second. All right, I'm speaking, George. Thank you. Um, (laughs) Anyway, um, like I just didn't even look into it because Trump just keeps blaming everything on Obama. Oh, pandemics, Obama's fault. Like this is Obama's fault. And you can disagree with me with whatever you want, but you can notice that too. Like it's it's strategic of him to keep saying that because Joe Biden is pretty s- similar to Obama in political sense. But well, they ran together. Dude, yeah. yeah, but I mean, like Obama gay. I don't. I just from what I know, and I didn't really look into it that much. It just seems like a bullshit made up thing that Trump made to want to. I don't know cause political he likes to make a lot of political drama and divide the nation in my opinion so so it's not like anyone else is 
talking about Obamagate until Trump started to. So, um, so George, for us, we can do a part two. We'll talk about that more in depth. Uh, for quick, for you, Ron, um, Obamagate is just a play on words, obviously, because Russian Gate, Watergate, they're just they're play on words. Um, they're to entice, honestly, the people. Um, I would say more to entice rather than to divide. Um, they want, but for a quick issue is essentially in the beginning before Russian Gate, oh, uh, Trump said that the FBI was in fact before they even got the um subpoenas and whatnot to go after him were wiretapping him when he first went into office they were monitoring him illegally right and they said and he said he was given information that it was obama under his word right and everyone said you're crazy you're trying to say you know that obama's a bad president all this stuff yada yada why would he do that you're just you were colluding with the Russians. You're trying to s- turn focus away from that, right? Which that's a good argument. Anybody could say that because obviously, if you're going into a Russian scandal, you want to get focus away. Um, so it didn't really go anywhere. Well, now recently, it is coming to light that um, just f- for quick, um, Obama with Suzanne Rice in the room uh, spoke to Comey, and um, Joe Biden was in the room as well, and I think someone else. They did have a meeting when he was actually technically getting out of office saying that they need to survey and wiretap the Trump administration, right? Um, And now we'll keep it at that. You can think that they had insight that maybe he could be working with the Russians, so that gives them a a reason. Um, Or you can say that they just want to get him out and whatever they can to get him out with impeaching. Whatever side you're on, they all have their own opinion. Honestly, it could be either or. Uh, but there are, if you look into, just, just when you're done, Google Suzanne Rice emails about Obamagate and uh, the conversation between Obama and Comey. So don't go off what I say. Just look that up for yourself. Uh, obviously, Obama was the knight in shining armor for a lot of people. Um, he was one of the most eloquent speakers um, as a president. Um, he was a very smart man. He has ties to the CIA and the shadow government uh, through family. Um, leave it at that. Uh, I don't want to get too much into it. We'll have a whole episode about that. So you can listen to that. But Google about it. Good duck, duck, go. Whatever you believe. Look at whatever news site you believe. Um, there was a reporter recently that even asked the new uh, chief staff, or not, sorry, not chief staff, um, secretary of, what's it called? Oh, my God. Uh, I know what you're talking about. What's her name? The new blonde chick. Press yeah. secretary. Press yeah. secretary. Shaka Khan. Um, <laughs> even asked if he is indicted and proven guilty, would they pardon him? Now, why would you ask that? Because that is, now, obviously, there's a reason why it's coming to solution now, coming to light now, because... He's running against Biden, and if Biden's linked to it, that's going to ruin Biden's campaign. Um, and that's also on the conspiracy side, thinking that campaign is probably dead, and they're going to sink the ship with Biden, and that's why he's been saying a lot of the stuff he's saying, and they're going to push someone else in for the ticket. He's going to look to the DNC and say, can I hand over my nominee to someone else? Um, that is 
a possibility. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that is a possibility. So, um, but any final thoughts on the DNC? Or what's um, oh, yeah, you? I mean, I don't even want to touch base on Obama gay because. Yes. Anyway. Uh, I mean, I but like with the DNC, like, yeah, the only way I see someone else um, being the nominees if Biden himself is like, hey, let's pick someone else. But dude, it's so much work to run for president. I don't think he's just going to drop it like that. Like as much as I would like someone else, I think it's a very low, low, low probability that's going to happen. Um, that's just what I think. So, I mean, they could at the DNC convention, but I, I really don't think it's going to happen. So, It's not the craziest thing. Look up uh, William Wallace and Truman. Just look that up. Learn about that. Yeah. yeah, I mean that would be that'd be it's, dope. I think it'd be smart if they switched to someone better, but I'm not um, saying they they've never done it to a president, but they've done it to vice presidents. Okay, where they switched them, yeah. At the last minute. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I've seen a lot of crazy ass political shows where <laughs> shit like that happens, but we're in the real world, so Trump is president, dude. Trump it's is real. president. So you never so, know. Honestly, you know I, think, I think we need a wild card like that where they just Decide to switch up the nominee. Ellen for president, guys. 2020. No, dude. People are turning on that Ellen, dude. So much <laughs> is coming out. She's such a B and a C. Uh, Not my words. Other people's words. Uh, as far as uh, my final thoughts, I'm going to go into f- voter fraud. Uh, you have, Jer- like, there's more and more videos coming out, like Jerry Nadler back in 2004. Paper ballots are extremely susceptible to fraud. I can show you experiences which would make your head spin. And now everyone's kind of voted going for, you know, all this craziness. I, you know, they're always going to bring up videos of the past to bring up points to prove people that are hypocrites. It's always going to happen. People are never going to change. And that's the society we live in. Ain't nothing new under the sun. Yeah, right. <laughs> My final thoughts. We're in a crazy world, crazy time. Every day something new and crazy. Um, I don't believe Biden's the best choice for the Democrats. Um, will they keep him? They might, because they he might die. You know, I, I personally believe he's not going to last four more years. Uh, so if he does win, you better like the vice president, because the vice president most likely will take over within the next four years. That's my personal belief. Um, but you know, whatever is good for the people, right? You know, not the not the loudest people, not the crybabies, for most all people. Right. You know, majority rules, minority rights. That is what we should be founded on. And because what we are founded on, but kind of loosely take please in there. But, you know, and I just hope the best for my people. You know, we're all in different states right now. We're all friends. We're all different. You know, I'm glad we can have a little bit of political differences. But at the end of the day, don't let your political difference kill your relationships with the people you care about. Like, it did in the 2016 elections. Do not let your hysteria of the media, hysteria of what you're being told every day, change who you are fundamentally as a person. Um, Yes, you can't always wait to see what happens, uh, but in some cases you have to. So, you know, mail-in ballots might, I honestly foresee some bad happening with it, but no matter what, there's going to be, no matter who wins this election, there's gonna be another investigation 
and lots of backlash. So no matter what side, it's not going to be, it's not going to be an easy win and not going to be a clear, concise win either. So you guys keep your eyes open, all three of them. Thanks for being on, Rod. Thanks, guys. <laughs>